He made sure toothless. Tooth. Tooth. He made sure toothless was. <laughs> I don't know what accent I just went into. Toothless. <laughs> it's not even the story that's making me laugh. It's my own inability to read. He made sure toothless was nearby. <laughs> I had a stroke and I was Scottish for a second. But like from the boondocks in Scotland. Yeah. He made sure toothless was nearby and ready to take action. Hey everybody, welcome back to Dragon Academy Dropouts, the podcast bringing you your theatrical dive into the DreamWorks Dragons universe. Yes, this is a very special episode because not only are we back with all of our lovely co-hosts, it's bad What's fan up? fiction time. What up? Woo! How's it going, guys? I've missed you. I've missed you guys. And I just yeah. wanna I just wanna say really quick thank you to people who have sent us messages in our um like our Tumblr saying, Hey, where are you guys? Can you guys make new episodes? Because we've been wanting to for a long time and we've just all been really busy. So it's nice to know that people still remember us. Oh for sure. Yeah. In my defense, I moved over a thousand miles away. So I've been a little busy. But I'm back now. She's back. She's back. back. She back. We back. We all, all together. Back. She back. She attack. Most importantly, she, she snack. snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed us all together. And I miss doing bad fan fiction reading because this is one of our most enjoyed episodes, I think, in the past. Oh, yeah. That we've had. So I mean, ever since I first read My Immortal, bad fan fiction has been just has a special place in my heart. And and people keep sending it to us, so it's and I like love that. We, we have to do something with it, <laughs> right? It's time. It's we time have to read it. So to the world, thank you to, down to business. <laughs> to thank you to everyone who submitted um, over the past year. Really, one of these was submitted to us last June. So this is like a long time coming. We really appreciate your involvement and your enthusiasm in helping us create fun episodes like this we are super excited to share this with you and just have a grand old time here and laugh a lot i'm sure because if i remember our last bad fan fiction episode we laughed quite a bit so are you we guys should, ready should, should we tell the people how how these have been selected how they've been selected yeah, how we went out to to fanfiction.net and just pick the worst stuff we could <laughs> we saw and it was like yeah we're gonna embarrass these people no. in front of everyone yeah i'm not going to say that because that is not true all of these stories were purposefully written in the sake of being bad and kind of spoofing fan fiction as a genre we have so many wonderful writers in this fandom that we enjoy we also have a lot of people who have a great sense of humor and know some cringe when they see it. So they decided to send us their cringe fic, and we love it. Equally so, wonderful writers, cringy. just oh, in a yeah. different way entirely. Plus, just, you know, as a side note, we've all been that cringy person, if not writing it on fanfiction.net, writing it in our own heads, so like bad we've, fics. We've all so been. we're not going to put anyone on blast We've here. all been. I still am that cringy person. <laughs> I don't know about all I, you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but things have not fair, changed you are for me. Pretty cringy. Yeah, thanks. See, you're welcome. The cringe doesn't stop on this show, and it shall continue right now because I think we should jump into our first story. I'm all excited. Right. I haven't actually read any of these. I haven't either. It's exciting. I, this is I didn't a good want to spoil anything for myself. So, mm -hmm. all right, Brooke, you got the first story. All so right. let us know kind of who wrote it and take it away. All right, so our first story is called For, Bi For Biden Love, Mala slash Vigo, but Vigo only has one G, so if I don't know if this is a different Vigo. Vigo who knows? Vigo. Uh, and it's written by uh, Dr. Pickle22 on fanfiction.net or The Vegetable Which No One Dares Name on Tumblr. So thank you for sending this in. And we're just going to get right into it because it's a good one, guys. All right. Anne, if you don't lick, don't read because nobody gets to tell me what I can ship, ought not ship. <laughs> because down 
with the haters, am I right? LOL. Anyways, review, follow, and fave. Thanks. Mala peered out at the water, looking for her lover, even though she knew he would never come. He hadn't for nine long, miserable years. Vigo Grinborn, she <laughs> sigged, I miss you she horribly. <laughs> as, if, as if she had summoned him, Vigo rose up the ladder. Mala, dear, it has been too long. Too long. No, <laughs> no Mala cried, it has been too long. It's not posable. Vigo stared at her with his own eyes. His own eyes. <laughs> not, not somebody else's eyes. His own eyes, guys. No, Malathoot. His eyes. They are tip much like majestic orbs. Yes, oh, wow. said Vigo. This is Vigo with two Gs now. You cannot deny me. I know you still love me. Derp down inside. Please, Mala. <laughs> Mala could not help herself. Her hair swings nervously and she falls forward and kisses him. I didn't know your hair could swing nervously. Oh. And she doesn't really have hair, so awesome. That's why it's nervous. It's not supposed to be hair. <laughs> Vigo sigged. The kiss was over too soon, but he knew it would linger on his mouth for probably a week and a half. Mala, That's how it works. He said. <laughs> It's a very specific time. After a week and a half, it's like totally gone. Maybe she ate onions. <laughs> oh. God. Too real. <laughs> Mala, he said, marry me. Mala looks at him conservatively. The man who stands against everything she believes but has her heart tied around his ring finger. Can she give on to forbidden love? And sorry about the short chapter needed to start this before Valentine's. Please tell me what you think. Mago is OTP. XCXDZX. <laughs> I know I'm trash, but they're just so perfect. OMT. The end. OMT. It's beautiful. Oh my. It's beautiful. I agree with that was you. amazing. This is a story. Dr. Pickle 22. I love the amazing. author's notes. It's, it's a story the where, it's, where, where the narrator has a personality. It's, you know, when you go into those writers writers classes where they're like, yeah, you got to give your narrator personality. And this one, it's like, that spelling, it's got a, mm. I love it's it. got some not character. Gonna, not going to lie, guys. This is getting me on the Mago train. My Ooh. new OTP. They got you. Saying. Yeah. How, how do you spell it? First, do you everybody? spell it with two Mal L's go. or one L and two G's or one G? <laughs> you uh, have to switch it up every sometime. single time. Yeah. yeah, every sentence you have to switch it up. Sometimes you put the G's in Mala and the L's in Vigo. So it's Maga and Vilo. <laughs> no, I don't think it should be. <laughs> I don't think, not that. <laughs> the author's notes are really throwing me back to like fanfic.net 2007. Oh God, yeah. I love it. A-N- really speaks oh my gosh, to me guys please, please leave me a review this is my first story <laughs> no flames really <laughs> lemon no flames no haters oh my god lemon <laughs> <laughs> lemons this, are back this, on tumblr now is lemon this qualifying is back as, as a lemon this is not a lemon this is no not a lemon. Kiss. no okay. no it, it, but it lingered don't forget We'd that it lingered have- We'd have Wait, to have what was another not safe for work episode if we want to talk about lemons? What was right. the other? You know how they had lemons. What was the other one? It was like citrus Orange. or something. Where lime. it was not lime, lime. Where it was not quite a lemon. <laughs> lime, but it was I think almost was the one that was. But like, isn't isn't lemon more intense? Sorry, lime is more intense than lemon, isn't it? I don't yeah, know. I thought there was like, one that was like not as bad. But like but as, anyways, a, as a citrus, as a citrus, it's more intense. So wouldn't it be the more intense of the two? The bad ones were the ones that were rated teen instead of mature. Oh yeah, those are the bad ones. Mm. No, those are the ones that are not at quite oh. lemon. Oh, those are the limes. <laughs> the limes are the bad ones. Are there oranges? How about, how about like, are there like grapefruits where it's like, those are just the weird ones where it's like, no one knows how to deal with that. Like, well, I don't even know what that is. I don't, it's not appropriate, but what even is? That's the grapefruit. Just, where did they even come up with the term lemon in the first place? Like, what specifically is that referring to? I don't know, man. But the Brooke, face that you make when you're reading it. 
Brooke, thank you for that beautiful reading. You're welcome. That was really something. You really delivered on the pronunciation of a lot of these <laughs> unique words and It'll linger spelling. on my mouth for probably a week and a half. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad exactly you Exactly a week and a half. And thank you for sending us that Dr. Pickle 22. Yes. All right, guys. Why don't we move on to our next submitted story? Caitlin, this one is yours. Take it away. Okay. All I know about this story is it's about Hickstrid and it was submitted by Astrid H. <clears throat> it was a typical day on Dragon's Edge. The sun, being the being the shiny potato dipped in yak butter that it was, high in the sky over the gang's base of operations, Heather returned from her afternoon patrol around the island and opened the door to Astrid's hut. Finding the scrawny warrior lying right in the middle of her wooden floor, eyes wide and glued to the ceiling, looking like a majestic blonde starfish. <gasps> Heather blinked at her friend, then began to think of things to say. Consciously avoiding passing the Bechdel test at all costs, <laughs> she landed on, What did Hiccup do now? Astrid continued staring lifelessly as she spoke. Do I look like a changeling to you? because I'm completely invisible to that one-legged brute. I walked into his hut last night while he was working on one of his projects, and I was wearing a headband of nubs. Yes. He <gasps> didn't even look at me. Yes. Noticing her friend's look of confusion, Astrid lifted her head slightly. Remembering her PG-13 advantage, she included the kicker through glaring eyes and gritted teeth as she growled, just a headband of nubs. Ooh. Heather bowed her head in disappointment <laughs> at the young chief bee, all the while knowing full well that the lad would do such a thing. Before an idea struck her, she looked at her friend once more before smirking at the bewildering thought. Come with me. I know what to do. Dot, 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 dot. Insert cool transition here. That um, that is Max, pretty cool. Do you have, That's do you pretty have a cool. cool <laughs> oh, I gotta <laughs> let's see. Let's see if I have let's see if I've got a uh um Give me a cool, transition. A, a cool transition. We got uh how about <gasps> Perfect. That's pretty okay. cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> all right. So we're past. <laughs> Tell me if you need cool another another transition. cool transition because I've got them all here for you. Okay. I'll let you know. Again, I have no idea what's gonna happen in this story, but I'm I'm getting excited here. Can't I'm lie. on the edge of my seat. All right. Hiccup walked into the clubhouse, still on a high from discovering a brand new species of dragon earlier in the day. He nearly skipped as he entered, smiling while looking around at five of his fellow riders. Wait, he skipped? Can he skip with his prosthetic? That seems like it would be, like, really difficult I, I to do. I think he can. It's I possible, think he can. yeah. It's, it's doable. But it's not a, as, like, carefree of emotion as I it would I don't think be. it would be carefree. It would be very careful. <laughs> it would be like, I am very deliberate in my excitement right now, and I'm going He's to carefully He's got some pretty good dynamic standing balance. I think he can pull this off. Oh, yeah. Throw in what those is vocab set, words. This is, set, this is set in Race to the Edge. Yeah. So, I mean, he had, like, slightly worse than, like, How to Train Your Dragon 2. It's probably. He's, he's a smart guy. He could probably figure it out. Okay, sorry. Yeah, Back moving on. So he was looking around at five of his fellow riders. Funny, he thought there were six. Wasn't there that one that was blonde, skinny, and involved something about a betrothal? He just couldn't place her name. Heather jumped up at the sight of him and strided till she was directly in his path. Hiccup, you should go to your hut, Heather said, grinning from ear to ear. Hiccup tilted his head in confusion. Why? Wrong answer. Heather's expression changed rapidly, giving him a glare that would make Thor himself fall over in fear. She pulled her near six-foot-long double-headed axe out and held it to his neck before speaking again. Okay, two things here. One, her facial expression <laughs> changed very quickly. I would be terrified. And I'd be even more terrified because, two, where did she pull the axe out of? She pulled Imagination. it. Imagination. <laughs> she pulled her okay. axe. Well, she pulled it out. She pulled it out. She pulled it from out. somewhere. It's pulled. The axe. Maybe from behind her back? She pulled out. Yeah, maybe. I could imagine you having just this massive axe strapped to her back. That's kind of a Heather thing. 
but it's really six thing. feet long, and and Heather's like five feet tall. So That's like, true. <laughs> sticking out. Imagine her walking over like on one stilt. <laughs> And she's smiling, so Hiccup just doesn't notice the giant axe. <laughs> it just drags behind her. Like, she just walks around. It's like this metal <laughs> everywhere she goes. It's like, and then hey, she Heather. pulls it out. Because everything she's so used to it that they don't even notice it anymore until she grabs it and, like, puts it up to your neck. While she's pulling okay. it around, the six-feet-long axe swings and decapitates fish legs <laughs> the way around. Oops, but I'm changing bad. the canon of the story. Okay, sorry. All right. So she held the axe to his neck before speaking again. Now! Hiccup cowered in fear at the thought of where she could have been keeping that. Okay, here we go. We're getting our answer. True, true. As he slowly left the clubhouse and made it to his hut, he opened the door before his eyes were greeted with the most entrancing sight he'd ever seen. Oh yeah, Astrid, that was her name. She was shimmering in the firelight of his hut, literally. Her fitted dress was a sight that made Hiccup's mouth water. It was made of the finest, beautifulest, most pristine scrap metal. Yes. <gasps> Throw it but back the to the cherry dummy. on top of this delectable PG-13 scene caught his attention next. Hiccup's breath hitched at the sight. Over the scrap metal pieces were seven, no, eight belts. Hiccup smirked as he walked in slow motion towards the majestic sight before him, before he was stopped at the sound of a booming voice. Cut! Where was that coming from? A boom mic suddenly knocked him in the head. He turned to see a pair of middle-aged men walk into the hut wearing strange clothes and headphones. It's always middle-aged men. Who told you this was PG-13? One of them yelled. This is a kid show, you imbuscles. <laughs> yeah, they're singing <laughs> A twist. It's a throwing, modern AU. <laughs> throwing the script at Hiccup before the pair walked out once more. Hiccup picked the papers up and began glancing at the words. Astrid, in complete awe of the situation, was stuck in her position. Literally, it was a metal dress, for God's sake. Hiccup cleared his throat before finishing the walk to his betrothed. He avoided physical contact, knowing such would take too long to animate. In his sexiest while attempting to remain kid-friendly voice he delivered in her ear want to deliver that scrap metal astrid astrid smiled he had remembered her name the end so uh, much so much good stuff here twists and turns we got we got nubs we got scrap metal we've got he remembered her name. i mean how romantic is that that's pretty romantic he remembered her name I love when my boyfriend remembers my name. Yeah. You know, it's it's the peak of romance, really. My girlfriend never remembers my name. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin, how do you how do you feel about the story? Did you feel the cringe? You know, it was it was definitely cringy, but it was written so well that it was like, I don't know. It was very well written cringe. It was. It was easy to read. That's what I mean. It was. It was pristine cringe. It was. Yeah. It, it was, was written yeah. to be read out loud. Unlike, like the one that Brooke read was one that honestly, like we should link to it because that's one you need to see. Yeah, you need to see it. She had a hard time with that one because it's all like, the the typos and things. They're really funny to say out loud, but they're it's a medium that's meant meant to be seen visually. This this one was written very well for. Uh, reading out loud it's probably why she why she left she was just like can't for the pod can't deal with this just can't deal with these typos i will link to the previous story below yeah but this one i mean my voice should really be the only thing that you need for it you did a wonderful job caitlin thank you for bringing that to our ears in this pod like format and we had to get some hicks driven here and we had (laughs) mela and vigo (laughs) we had to have some hicks dread Shall we move on to our next story? All right, guys. Our next story is another Race to the Edge-based story. This was submitted by Dragon Dreams and their friend Pizza. They wrote this together, and they submitted this to us way back, like almost a year ago. I wish I had a friend named Pizza. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You could rename yourself Pizza since you're your only friend. 
That's that's that, that was <laughs> that's me. Harsh. That was harsh. I, <laughs> I know, feel the cringe. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna leave next. Brooke is already the gone. Cringe. Now it's I'm gonna go. The master plan. Then there will be only me. <laughs> the sole survivor of the cringe. Well, since Brooke left, we can rename her pizza. All right, that's fair. Yes, we miss her already. We miss you, pizza. All right. I promise this whole episode will not be only race to the edge themed stories, but. We have to deliver the excellence that we received. So this one is untitled, but I think the content speaks for itself. One day, after a particularly heated face-off between Vigo and Hiccup, involving maces and talons, of course, Vigo realized the edge Hiccup had over him, literally. Ah. His jawline. Amen. It's something every Viking wishes for. A flawless angle worthy of competing in the annual jawline competition of honor. Legends say Loki rewards sharp jawlines because they're deadlier than Thor's hammer. Overnight in his ship's quarters, Vico thought about things for a while. He decided that he too wanted a sharp jawline. That was his new master plan. The ultimate weapon. But there was a dilemma. How does one get a sharp jawline, he mused to himself. Ah, the big mysteries of the universe. Should he shave his beard off, or should he use his beard to give off that illusion? Does an illusion jawline work? After days and days of comp... (laughs) After days and days of contemplating the matter, he realized that he'd have to ask the master himself. Hiccup Haddock. Can I get a transition noise? No. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, here, let me let me give you a um hmm. All right. My what's, transition noise. What's appropriate? That was a pretty here. good transition noise. What's appropriate? How, how about how about how about this one? <laughs> That's the sound of a okay. car wrecking on Hiccup's jawline. <laughs> All right. Hiccup, I don't usually come to you for advice, as I am a man of puzzles myself, but this is a long, contemplated mystery that only the master of the art could answer. Hiccup stared, standing on the docks at the edge, utterly shocked that his rival was approaching him with such a question. What did Vigo want? I, uh, what did you need advice on? He asked, still shocked. Your impossibly sharp jawline that could puncture the hull of a dragon hunter ship enclosed with a dr- with a grade dragon-proof metal. Hiccup gaped at Vigo's words. His hand unconsciously trailed up to his impossibly sharp jawline. Hope he thought for a, a moment. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> then he smiled. Well, Vigo, I guess I was just born with this badass jawline. There's not much you can do if you don't have one. He smirked a little, his dramatic flair emerging from within his shy exterior. Vigo got desperate. Please, Hiccup. I am not one to beg, but I beg for the secrets you are not revealing. He dramatically fell to his knees, a (laughs) sign he had never shown before. The truth was, Hiccup had no idea how one could achieve such a flawless jawline. He was at a total loss for words. And Vigo, the master manipulator, Maces and Talons extraordinaire, was kneeling in front of him. Was this man seriously reduced to such a begging mess to get the answer? Hiccup almost felt sorry for him. He had to make something up. And fast. You really want to know? He asked. He was buying time, and besides, Vigo deserved to lose a little more of his dignity. Vigo nodded. (laughs) I thought that's where the story was going. Never mind. Keep going. Vigo nodded. He had his hands clasped together now. Everybody clasp your hands. Feel it in the moment. Desperately hoping for the answer so he could achieve his new dream. Getting the answer was more important than any dignity he had left at that moment. The dragon rider never thought he'd see this day. There is a way. There's a way you can get your sharp jawline. He kept his expression solemn. I have a healer on my island who knows how to brew remedies for things just like this but it's going to cost you. He leaned over Vigo a little, glaring at him. The dragon eye for the best jawline in the archipelago. Vigo did not answer for a while. 
He glared back at Hiccup, seeing through his little tricks. But he wasn't one to back out from an incredible chance to get the best jawline in the archipelago. After moments of contemplation, he spoke again. Deal. But if this turns out to be a false promise, you will get a handshake from the consequences. Wait, what? I don't... You will you will get a handshake from the consequences. Yeah, that's what it says. I don't know about you, I mean, but I'd the consequences have always handshaked me. I'd rather get a handshake than like an handshaking. <laughs> okay, maybe that was their way of editing. That was what he said, but he had other plans in mind to make sure the dragon eye will not be given up easily. Hiccup nodded. Deal. Inside, he was hoping he could get Gothi to whip up something to put Vigo out of action for a few days as he escaped with the dragon eye. He needed him off his back. Vigo stood up. I will see you tomorrow with the dragon eye in hand. Hiccup nodded again. We'll meet at noon, here, on the docks. I'll have the potion. He didn't know what to do for the moment, so he nervously shook hands to seal the agreement. Vigo nodded once more before leaving. I'll be expecting results. Hiccup went to get Toothless to fly to Burke. So is he just going to, like, skip. poison him? I need to drop my back, so I'll give you poison in exchange We'll just for the have to see. Eye. No spoilers here. Max, can I get a time a skip sound? Oh, let's see. Time skip. Oh, I know exactly what's... What, what, here, here we go. With a bit of uh, a time slip. Um, where is it? The time slip. That's high. That's high. Will never be the same. Um, how about this one? How about this one? <laughs> okay. Time. I guess. <laughs> one more time. Let time skip. The next day, Fico had arrived a little before noon at the docks on the edge. He was his usual composed self on the outside. But internally, he was actually excited and anticipating for the potion. Having the best jawline in the archipelago would be the best dream ever. Soon, no one would be able to defeat him. He could easily cut anyone and anything with his future jawline. Of course, there was the possibility that Hiccup could be fooling him for the dragon eye. So he tried not to get his hopes up. Hiccup held the potion tightly. He'd been flying throughout the night to make it back in time and was tired... He had to coax Gothi into making a potent sleeping potion that left the drinker in a death-like sleep for two days. <laughs> and she'd whacked him around the head with her staff a few times. He's going to die of dehydration laying out on these docks for two days, but that's just me. Okay. But here he was, walking down to the docks and ready to face Vigo. Hiccup. Vigo wore a set smile. Hiccup scanned the area. Surely Vigo had some ulterior plan. He made sure Toothless... Tooth... Toothless. He made sure Toothless was... <laughs> I don't know what accent I just went into. Toothless. <laughs> he made... <laughs> it's not even the story that's making me laugh. It's my own inability to read. He made sure Toothless was nearby. <laughs> I had a stroke and I was Scottish for a second. But like from the boondocks in Scotland. Yeah. He made sure Toothless was nearby and ready to take action. Indeed, I have your remedy here. He held up the ceramic flask. Perfect. I have the dragon eye on hand. Now, let's exchange gifts. Hiccup held out both hands, one to give and one to receive. Oh, damn. His eyes were slightly narrowed. Oh, this is PG-13 only. Sorry, guys. He had to be very careful around Vigo. Vigo noticed Hiccup's apparent suspicion on him. Relax, Hiccup. A deal is a deal. You wanted the dragon eye, and here it will be yours. He passed the dragon eye willingly over and took the remedy. Hiccup grasped the dragon eye tightly. It was his again, finally, Oh, how he longed to gaze at it properly, but this situation called for his attention on Vigo. Drink it twice a day for two days. I'm not entirely sure how it works, something to do with tightening certain jaw muscles, he murmured. Understood. We will meet again for a jawline fight when I have recovered from the remedy. With little acknowledgement left, he left the edge. 
As he walked away, he grinned to himself, knowing he had Hiccup fooled. Ha! Gotcha. Hiccup also grinned and walked the man away with the flask. Okay. Knock yourself out, he thought, laughing to himself at the joke he'd made. Okay, so maybe he was a little overexcited to have the dragon eye. He looked down at the artifact in his hand before he carried it up like a babe in his arms to his hut and placed it carefully between two daggers on his table. Toothless bounded in behind him and gave a deep warble. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bud. A slow burn. He gestured to the dragon eye. Meanwhile, back on his base, Vigo opened the ceramic flask a little too excitedly. It was finally the time for him to fulfill his jawline of the century destiny. It will be so great that Hiccup will come begging for mercy. He drank the first sip of the day and replaced the cover again. My jawline will be here very soon. Toothless opened his mouth, and a purple glow was cast into the lens. The light filtered off of the dragon eye, and its lens was unsteady at first, but gradually, some words appeared on the wooden wall. Hiccup, (laughs) you blundering fool. See you at the jawline convention where I will be replacing your jawline of the century title. And for your information, your jawline is overrated, bitch. Those caps. Those caps. Those caps. From your favorite rival, Vigo, the soon-to-be best jawline owner of the century. P.S. This dragon eye is a replica craft done by yours truly. Do take care of it as I put some tremendous effort into crafting it for you. Back at the base, Vigo was filling his drinking quota, instructions given by his rival. He kept looking at his reflection on the polished metal. Surely his jawline will be here by now, but alas, he must be patient. Oh, jawline, when will you arrive? He brushed his fingers along his non-existent jawline. Hiccup stared at the words with rage. His expression grew angrier and angrier as he read on. Until he finished the last words, he suddenly flipped the table over. Table flip noise. There we go. The fake dragon eye was sent crashing against the wall as he let out a loud yell. My my jawline is overrated? He shrieked. He picked up the insulting contraption Vigo had given him. Take care? Here's your your tremendous effort. He screamed and flung it against the wall with a resounding crack. I have the jawline of the century. Don't I, Toothless? You know how good my jawline is. Unfortunately, Vigo felt very sleepy. Is this supposed to be a side effect? He wasn't sure, and there wasn't a way to investigate, as he soon fell into a two-day coma. (laughs) Oh, how unfortunate that he will never see his wishful jawline knock on his door. That would be terrifying to see, so I think that's fortunately he will never see a jawline knocking on his door. (laughs) Yikes. Hiccup stood there glaring at the fragments on the floor, His breaths finally slowed. Uh, I'm sorry, Toothless. I shouldn't have burst out like that, bud. He gave his dragon a gentle rub on the head. I'm better than Vigo. I shouldn't succumb to his tricks. He's just manipulating me again. He sighed and began cleaning up the mess he made, but paused as he heard footsteps. He whirled around. Uh, hey, Astrid, what are you doing here? She came over and saw the mess. She had heard his outraged and hysterical yells, but didn't say anything. I was wondering if you wanted to go for a flight with me. You can fix this later, she said, and pulled his hand away from the strewn objects. Okay, I guess you're right. I could do with a break. I'm so done with Vigo, he thought. He followed her out, but just before they mounted their dragons, Astrid pulled him close and gave him a quick peck on the cheek. Don't worry, babe. I think you have the best jawline. The end. Aww. So this was Hickstrid all along. I thought it was Hickstrid is always endgame. Vigup. Vigup. <laughs> it certainly started out that way, didn't it? It did. I think it was one-sided Vigup. Mm. Yeah. He thirsted for that nice, oh sharp my God. jaw. But I would pay money to see a jawline battle. Like, just two people smacking <laughs> their faces against each other. Like, what is you this? like how giraffes fight where they swing <laughs> their necks? <laughs> I'm just imagining him with, like, this, like, flabby, like, like 
not a jaw because like does wait what does Vigo look like? I forget. Does he have? He has a beard. He has a close Vigo. cut beard. Ah, uh, he's just hiding the line, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. If you shave his off, it'd be slabby. The shape of his head, he probably has a pretty rounded jawline. He actually so does. Not, his jawline is fine. Shit. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's not going to cut glass, probably. But with hiccups? Wait, let's, let's see. Hiccup, hiccups, jawline. Yeah, hiccups, jawline could cut glass. Well, really only Dragon 3. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's like... A like, I'm, I'm looking at these photos here of hiccup and the jaw. Dragon one yeah. hiccup, absolutely not. No, no, no baby nothing baby there. Hiccup. Dragon two, he's got something going, but it's not. It's not defined. Dragon three is stupid. Dragon three, he's like he's become maximum jawline. Yeah, too All much right. jaw, in I'm my opinion. It. Too much jaw. That I mean, it's it's intense. It's really really that jaw, intense. Though. But you know, counterpoint hiccup was. A child in the first movie, and he was still pretty young in the second movie, and then like an actual adult in the third movie. Vigo is just always an adult in the time that we see him. So yeah, that's my point. So he's got the thick neck because he's old. No, got my it. point is, if he were going to have a good jawline, he would have had it already. So he's just doomed. Mm, sorry, not sorry. Hiccup's got it, and you don't lost. We can't have it all, can we? People really delivered on these stories. Twists and turns. Yeah, that one did not go where I thought it was going to go. Thank you again to Dragon Dreams and Pizza. I remember reading the story the first time and laughing hysterically. And I laughed again reading it for the seventh time. So thank you very much. Now I'm sad to say there is only one story left, but this is a fun one. Because it was written by us. (laughs) Unfortunately, we can deliver the ridiculous. It is our fault. It's entirely our fault, and we're not sorry. We wanted to create something that was more about the hidden world, or at least inspired by the hidden world. I don't know if it's about hidden world canon compliant. Canon compliant, uh, sure, maybe. <laughs> okay, maybe not. You'll you'll see when we get there, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. So, Max, tell us a little bit about. The inspiration for this story. Um, what what we're trying to represent with this piece here. I don't even know. I don't even know what is, is going on. Honestly, I have no clue. Well, I'll give you some hints here. It is meant to be clickbait, toothless, dad advice. But as a YouTuber? You, you toothless. <laughs> you toothless. <laughs> Yes, there's a lot going on here. I don't think I've ever seen a fan fiction written as like a YouTube script, but maybe oh, for I good know. reason. Might be, maybe for good reason. That's a good point. <laughs> I definitely have seen some in YouTube format, and that's all I'm going to say about that. No, oh, no, no, oh, no. All right. So, Max. All right. Take are it we, away. Are we, are we doing this? We're doing this. All right. Here we go. Say well, what you need to say, this. and We're then all right. Just. We're here. We're for gonna the sit ride. back and enjoy. Well, Follow I mean, you. it's it, given that it's a YouTube, it's a YouTubeless. Uh, I gotta, I gotta get some appropriate, super generic music. So uh, <laughs> here we go. W- with that in mind, here we go. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ten things toothless learned from being a dad. Number five <laughs> will surprise you. Hey guys, Toothless here, Alpha Dragon of the Hidden World, and Last Night Fury, and most importantly, Cool Dad. Oh yeah, I mated and had three hatchlings. Pretty cool, right? It only took me a few tries. I saw Hiccup try hundreds of times, and he couldn't even make one hatchling. Ha! Loser! No, 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 no! As much as Max, I miss Hiccup. Wait, slow, slow down a little oh, yeah. bit. You were like racing forward. <laughs> we need to digest it. Oh, you gotta you digest like this just like YouTuber. just like Hiccup. <laughs> you run 1.5 speed. I need you to slow it down to one speed. All right. As much as I miss Hiccup and my human friends, life in the world is pretty great. Did I say world? As much as I miss Hiccup and my human friends, life in the hidden world is pretty great. 
If I was dead on a beach somewhere, I would never have found this happy life with beautiful Nubless Life Fury or met my three small hatchlings. Upon having such great success with raising my groaning, 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 thriving chadiddles, I've decided to share all of my top dad tips for Hiccup and all the other human wannabe dads out there. By following these five, and it's not five, let me tell you that, it's not five. <laughs> By following these not five easy steps, you too, no, 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 can be a cool trademark dragon dad. <laughs> Tip number one, carry snacks. Dear Hiccup, if there's one thing I learned as a dragon dad, it's this. Kids, guzzle down those raw fish. This is a big one. This is a big one. Again, no matter how old your hatchlings are, carry the snack. Think you have enough fish? <laughs> Add 17,000 more fish. You can never have enough fish. Trust me, once you chew, swallow, and spit it back out for your children, the surface area decreases significantly and you're in big trouble. Carry all the snack. Mm, good advice. Good advice. Oh, my mouth Tip hurts number two. Already. Tip number two. Wait, gotta, gotta. Tip number two. <laughs> Peeing on a speed stinger dragon doesn't work. I'm not saying don't pee on a speed stinger because they're pretty into it, if you know what I mean. But your <laughs> chadiddle sagittles are stigdiddled by Somebody one. changed my script. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Who did this? <laughs> if your chiddle kiddles are stingiddles. <laughs> but if your chiddle kiddles are stingiddles, I'm. Let's start this one over. Start this one no, over. we're not starting. We're not starting <laughs> over. <laughs> All right, let's oh start God, over. I need Here we go. Get a tissue. I'm not crying. I'm not saying don't be on a speed stinger <laughs> because they're pretty into it, if you know what I mean. But if you're a diddle kadiddles but if you're chadiddles kadiddles is sting diddled by one, pee's not gonna help. Gothi told me you need to dunk your kadiddles kadiddles into yaknog instead. Dunk the entire offspring into yaknog hiccup. Don't pee on them. Everyone knows that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Tip number three. When your child says, I think I'm going to throw up, always, always, always grab a big bowl. Yes, there are bowls in the hidden world. We're an advanced world, a dragon world where no one appreciates vomit all over the floor. How long does it take until human hatchlings can talk? No, 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 not my problem because you sent me away to live in a hole in the ocean, but say la vie. <laughs> no, no, not my problem. No, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe not my problem. Item number four. <laughs> reading books together is fun. So are movies together as a family. Unfortunately, I can't even read because I'm a dragon. Also, Vikings don't have the technology to create movies yet. But our movies are in Dolby Digital Surround Sound. No, no, no. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag no filter. Hashtag drag swag. Tip number five. Your saddle may not be clean for the next 18 years or so. After I mated with my one true love, Nubless, we agreed we needed to upgrade our saddles. Gotta fit the three kids, right? But here's what those dragon parenting books don't tell you. Those saddles get sticky. Hatchlings make everything sticky. I'm sticky right now. P.S. Hiccup, please install saddle cup holders. Number six. If you can, travel with your kids. Let your hatchlings see the world, Hiccup, but not the hidden world because Nubless will eat them. She hungry. Very hungry. Did I get her pregnant again? Maybe so. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, no, <laughs> Tip number seven. Training their hearts is more important than trapping them in the house. A wise young Viking once showed me 
By raising his hand and holding it out, any dragon can be trained. Of course, this was immediately after he shot me out of the sky in an incredibly violent manner, and he also had a dagger in his hand, and also the people wanted all the dragons to die a horrible death. What am I saying? I'm so tired. Having hatchlings is exhausting. No, 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 no. <laughs> Number eight. When Shear struggled with her child biting her when feeding, so she started to bite him back. Trust your instincts. When your hatchling bites you when they're feeding, you should not bite them back. They don't understand. They young. It is just <laughs> awkward. Trust me, Hiccup. You do not bite your children. Your sadiddle chadiddles. Does Burke have child protective services yet? You should. This just got very serious. Got very serious. Very, very serious. <laughs> Item nine. sponsored by child protective services. <laughs> Item nine. Tip number Hashtag nine. Pick newborn up by the feet and gently swing back and forth. <laughs> Nublis told me this. She said it would help your nubs grow out. Trust Nublis, Hiccup. She has no nubs. She knows what she's talking about. Her nubs are gone, Hiccup. Do you want your chadiddles to be nubless like her? No, you don't. Swing them, Hiccup. Swing your chadiddlesiddles, Hiccup. No, no, no. <laughs> and finally, number 10. You become so much more thankful for your parents. Being a parent really opens your eyes to how truly difficult it is to be a parent. Looking back, I really respect Stoic for how he did his best to balance being a leader and a dad to my best friend Hiccup. I wish I could thank Stoic for all that hard work. It's really too bad that I killed him. No, 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 no! I totally plasma blatted the crap out of him. No, no, no! Sorry about that hiccup. <laughs> Conclusion. Well, this list is starting to drag on. Those are my top 10 dragon dad tips. Don't forget to smash that like and subscribe button and leave a comment below telling me who your favorite alpha dragon is. Haha, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's funny because I can control you all. Thanks for watching. <laughs> <sighs> I legit went and got a tissue because I was crying after the speed that figures. Was... No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I that put that something. in. I don't remember reading half of those things when we were writing this. I was like, I was like, you all read this, so I've got to put in something that's really just, just utterly, just utterly not right, and that was number two. Yeah, you succeeded. <laughs> I was not expecting that because I didn't notice that it got changed. <laughs> yeah, well, in the document, half of the words are not, like, spelled correctly, so you should have. <laughs> Chiddles, diddles, a sting diddles. Yep. That was the best part for me. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Your chiddles, diddles, are sting diddled by one. He's not gonna help. Chiddles, diddles, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my god. What what <sighs> is there left to say? Max, do you much. think that we should post this and actually make a real YouTube video and put it on the Burks Crate by channel? Uh not on my channel, you won't. Actually, maybe okay, on my channel you will. This episode, if it has taught me one thing, it's that Max would do really well as a stereotypical YouTuber. I've got all the music. I mean you really you only need yeah. one song. You need the song and just you know you you nailed that ending smash that like thank subscribe you. button like there are actually two other options i downloaded three songs and it's like well that's that the one that's got to be it could be this one too classic just that's classic it's a classic mm -hmm. one and then there's this which is more of a unknown one yeah this yeah. isn't as big the one you yeah. picked though that's the one that's that's Perfect. the one that's, that's it now all you need is to have a um video up like my dog does my makeup or something my or, dragon or does my makeup you're ready toothless does my makeup light yeah. fury does my makeup <laughs> light fury does your makeup literally just no nubs no nubs <laughs> the no nub makeup challenge mm -hmm. yeah guys we're ready we're ready we're ready to become youtubers everybody's gonna start <sighs> seeing our faces and then i don't know what happens after that 
we go down to zero listeners. Toopless. You toopless. Well, there's, there's a reason we're an audio-based format. <laughs> anyway, enough self-deprecation. <laughs> because I'm sitting here with my microphone muted eating snacks during every episode. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If you've listened to to Toothless's advice, number one of of all ten is is carry snacks. So Yeah, seventeen thousand fish. Like you gotta be ready. (laughs) It was originally seventeen and I was like, no, that's not enough. I mean, if I learned anything from uh what's that game called? Uh that game. Rise of Burke. See, I know what it was called. Uh, oh yeah, you gotta have seventeen like, thousand fish. Just that's millions nothing. of fish. You need fish. to have billions. Just like, can you have billions? I think no, I think it cuts this. you off at cuts you nine hundred ninety nine million. Uh, Wait, have really? you reached there? Oh, I haven't played in a while, so mm. who knows? Have to like do some research on that because I can imagine that that would not be enough fish, especially because you don't get to keep the fish. <gasps> no, it's just so, wrong. It's wrong. Well, all the fish aside. I would say that. Sorry, that it was wasn't a little even late. like funny. <laughs> no, it was. It was on. You got to keep the fish. It was just. It wasn't oh. playing because I was fading in and out my volume and master volume. So I was like, "Why isn't it playing?" And then, and then you said something random about fish, and I was like, "I was all right." I was just right. trying to transition to the end of the episode. All right. Well, that was a good transition. Here, here's another one. <laughs> well, I think this episode was a success. Would you guys agree? Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, depending on how you define success. And I define it as I almost peed myself laughing. So Yeah, but that doesn't work. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. We've established that. You got to get full dunk into your Yeah, got to dunk. (laughs) That's why I said almost. Guys, we had a blast doing another cringe fic reading with all of you guys. If you are interested in another episode, please send them in. Send in more fix. We love reading these. We love seeing your creativity. And we like spending 30 minutes before the episode starts throwing together one of our own. So if you enjoyed this episode, please share it, reblog it, retweet it. We always really appreciate your support. Um, like, comment, subscribe, and smash that like button. Turn on the Shana. notification bell. Leave and a comment. Leave a comment. That's right. You can always find us on dragondropouts.com, also at dragondropouts on Twitter. You can submit fix on our Tumblr or send it to dragonacademydropouts at gmail.com, and we will see them there. Shoot us a tweet on Twitter. Let us know what you thought of the episode. And of course, our episodes are always available to stream and download on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. So what do you guys want to see next week? Let us know. And we will see and hear you soon on Dragon Academy Dropouts. Guys, thank you so much for joining me this week. Any last words for our listeners? No, 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 no. Diddle, shiddle. That's all I got. We had some pretty, pretty good advice, I think. I think that's all you yeah. need. They're speechless. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next week on another episode of Dragon Academy Dropouts. Bye. Toothless.